the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black in Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Good morning and welcome in to Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Happy May Day to you. I'm not really sure what May Day is. It has some sort of European significance, maybe tied towards Stalin. Not 100% positive of that, though, so don't quote me, okay? Ah, the month of May. Last three Mays have not been good. But the last 15 out of 16 Mays have been good when January, February, March, and April were positive. This year, January, February, March, April, May were positive. What a damnation game, huh? I don't know. Just something to think about. There's no right answers on Wall Street. There's just compromises. Way too many people try to be right. And it just isn't going to work out that way. To get your calls in the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. A little under the weather today. But I do have a Black Wednesday coming up tonight. May 1st, 5 to 7, Menlo Grill, Bistro and Bar inside the Stanford Park Hotel. Stop on by. Black Wednesday off the cuff. Bring your copy of your portfolio, leave it with me, and I'll get some feedback for you in a pretty fast turnaround, as fast as I could possibly do. So, sell in May and go away, yes, no, or maybe so. It's kind of brutal, right? So I don't play that game. I would have been right the last three years had I done it. But like I said, you never know. Especially when statistics tell us this year is the year to stay in. MasterCard, Viacom, Time Warner, Comcast, Devon Energy, Coventry Health, all topped earnings expectations. Some of the media companies had just massive buybacks, and that's something that's helping fuel this market. It's one of the reasons that you can't really put a lot of stock into the crazy people who are like, 
market's going to zero. The dollar's going to devalue so much, it's going to make your head spin. I hate scenarios like that. I see way too many people try to bet one way or the other way. And it's unfortunate. Because more often than not, it's going to get you into trouble trying to bet. The house always wins. I saw a lot of people yesterday bet on Apple I-bonds. And I go, what's that all about? Like, that's a lot of... You know, I'm going to be right and own these things. They're yielding slightly more than 10-year treasuries. The introductions are in range of short-term floater rates all the way to 30 years. And people go, will we even be in business in 30 years from now? I think it's a fair question. I think it's a fair question. Um... One year after reporting its horrible IPO, Facebook's going to report earnings today. Facebook's going to be very interesting to watch. There's a story out there today that Mark Zuckerberg is claiming that, you know, we've got to be careful. In large part, we could get become boring. You know, Incremental feature creep versus groundbreaking new products. Can Facebook help out in healthcare and education? Can it help revolutionize the world of currency? That's what a lot of people really want to see. This morning, we have stocks. Starting off weaker, keep in May, keep in mind, sell in May, go away. I heard someone on Facebook, no, someone on uh, CNBC say, if the month of May was like called Festivus, would we sell in Festivus? So, May is almost too cute because it's got that quote. Warren Buffett's paying $2 billion for the remaining stake in Icecar, the Israeli manufacturing metal company. I guess it's more of an international versus Israeli, but I think they're based out of Israel. Warren Buffett just owns a lot of companies that he thinks are going to be around forever. I'm going to miss him one day when he's gone. So I was saying, and I didn't really hit the point terribly well, is that Apple did the I-bonds yesterday. And a lot of people are a little crazy gaga over it, like, wow, did you see that? And keep in mind, I'd rather be on the other side of that. I'm not sure if you're with me or against me on that, but I'd rather be on the other side of that in large part because they're borrowing at incredibly low costs. I borrowed last year when I refinanced my mortgage at an incredibly low cost. I think I'm better off for the next 30 years because of it. I think our children's children won't believe the low mortgage rates that we got. Strangely, maybe our children will because we just seem to be stuck in a low-cost environment. But that exact stuck-in-a-low-cost environment 
is the concept that tells you um, maybe we won't be stuck in it because we think we're stuck in it. There's this breaking story today. Jonathan Ivey, six months into expanding role at Apple's top product visionary, supposedly maybe the operating system overhaul that runs the iPhones and iPads is falling behind schedule and maybe it won't come out on time. Shunning realistic images such as wood bookshelves for the newsstand feature. He's exploring more dramatic changes to email and calendar tools. He's one of those people that's incredibly fashionable. And they need to get the services right. They need to get software right. There's a story today that the iOS might not ship on time. Dun, dun, dun. Apple under a lot of pressure right now to really come out with something different and new. If you ever talk to like a younger person, like I want to watch something new. Yahoo's Melissa Mayer, Marissa Mayer, got a $36.6 million in compensation last year. That's interesting and of note in large part because uh, how much market cap did she help that company add? And you'd go, whew, a lot more than $36.6 million. So she made the company more worth value by a lot. So the question is, is she worth it? And some people would say, oh, no one's worth that. I tend to disagree. I'm not sure that I would tie a, tie a complete company's compensation package to their market value. But some of it... Calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. Don't forget, i got a big event coming up tonight. For more information about it, go to kdow.biz. AM 1220 KDOW traffic. This Bay Area up. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome back in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Netflix just lost about 2,000 streaming videos. It's interesting to note 1,700 plus streaming videos gone. They can't stream content from major studios like Warner Brothers, MGM, and Universal. $10 a month streaming service over at Warner Brothers called Warner Archive is in competition with them. Could this be, get, be the beginning of the end for Netflix? Netflix CEO Reed Hastings is considering not renewing a deal with Viacom Networks, which includes shows from MTV, VH1, and Black Entertainment Television. So more videos are going to disappear at the end of May. Maybe. Netflix got in touch with Mashable offering an official statement on the license deal that lost the company about 2,000 videos today. They said, we constantly update the TV shows and movies that are available to our members. We'll add another 500-plus titles in May, but we have some expiring all the time. Content versus delivery. Who's more powerful? Is content king or is 
the infrastructure king. Cable company, Comcast, reported numbers today. And there was some surprise in them. Nothing crazy, nothing upsetting. But I think it's fair to say that the slow number of customers paying for cable really isn't about today. Comcast isn't going to go out of business anytime soon. But Apple introducing a 30-year bond brings up a question of, like, are they even getting in business in 30 years? We've seen companies fail a lot faster than that. Comcast reported a jump of 17% in income to $1.44 billion. More expensive cable bills for 72% of their subscribers. I got looking at my cable bill the other day, and I called him up, and I'm like, I need to cancel some services because I just can't pay $250 a month for cable. It's ridiculous. Like, I'm not going to do it. And they're like, okay, how about we go back to that package that we sold you last year that expired for 125 months? I'm like, okay, let's do it. And they said, for one more year. And that was all the negotiation I had to do to save, you know, $1,500. I don't even say $1,500 isn't a lot. $1,500 is three car payments for most people. So here was the interesting thing inside the Comcast story. The cable giant hit a little bit of a saturation in its core cable and Internet subscription business. The company lost 60,000 cable subscribers. 62% more than the same period last year. New broadband subscriptions fell by about 1% to 433,000. Now, again, some of this is household formation. Some of this is how many houses did you build? How many people go out and get apartments? Or how many people go out and get houses after they graduate college versus moving back home? Household formations. You know, How many people have roommates that don't want roommates right now? So cable is starting to hit some saturation. They lost 60,000 cable subscribers. Some of them have jumped to Netflix. Some of them have jumped to Hulu. Some of them jumped to Netflix and Hulu. Some of them are stealing content online. So Comcast bought the remaining share of General Electric's 49% stake in NBC Universal. And I saw a tweet last night that I thought was cute. And it came from someone in Wall Street that said NBC's numbers are so bad that they may have to become a cable channel. I'm like, okay. And it started to sit a little bit. It started to sit a little bit. And I don't necessarily think that's the wrong direction, or I don't necessarily think that's the wrong idea. Will it happen, yes, no, or maybe so? I don't know. I don't. Who's going to win the, 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 the race to own everything? Or is it not a race to own everything? Do the companies like NBC, ABC, CBS, should they be charging for content? I can make a case that they should. Because of the HAPA. The HAPA. Where you can skip commercials. I don't think I watch anything in live time anymore, right? Do you? Sports, and that's about it. And surprisingly, you can get you know, the MLB package where you get every baseball game, every hockey game. It's not crazy expensive, like 150 bucks a year. Ford today reported a 17.9% rise in U.S. vehicle sales for April. 
Car Cape said the total was its best April since 2007. Car sales rose 21%. Facebook's going to report numbers tonight. Yelp, they're going to report numbers tonight. I don't see how Yelp is in business in 5, 10 years. When you count on your customers reviewing things, yes, I have used Yelp. And yes, it has told me like the most popular restaurants in Tahoe. Yes, it has. But you know what I'd rather use? My friends. I know that my friends on Facebook are going to write a more honest review than anonymous people on Yelp. The Yelp reviews that I've read, it could be paid. It could be bullied by Yelp employees. It could be, you know, a celebrity chef, I don't know, who hates the other competition and writes nasty things. And Yelp, for their part, they say we filter things in an interesting way so that only the true reviews get seen by most people. And I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I've got a friend in Fremont. If I want to know the best restaurant in Fremont, I'd rather get the advice from him than say Yelp. Now, again, that's a couple years away because that system's really not there yet. But that's things that you know Facebook's going to have to focus in on. The whole phenomenon of Facebook and people taking pictures of their food and posting it will lead to menu reviews and restaurant reviews. And it may even turn out to be a scenario where Facebook says, we'll give you a quarter if you review a restaurant you ate at. And then they can go to advertisers and say, look, we know we've got 10 great restaurant reviews. Rob Black's constantly booking places on open table and, you know, why not use our service? So anyway, other big stories of note today. There's plenty. DreamWorks Animation post a profit with assist from the crews. Despite a nearly 40% decline in profit, the studio's results exceed what analysts expected. U.S. home prices keep rising, but home ownership's down in the United States. A little bit of a shocker. To get your calls in the air, it's 800-516-1220. Tonight, Black Wednesday, at the Menlo Park Bistro and Bar, 5 to 7, I will be there. I'm not signing anything. But tonight, Menlo Grill, Bistro, and Bar. More information at kdow.biz. It's kdow.biz. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. You're listening to me, Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Don't get too caught up in trying to be right on the market. There's so much that you can't possibly watch, that I can't possibly watch. This morning, 
I paid attention to what's considered Labor Day, May Day. Asian markets were closed. Most Asian markets, but not all. Australia was open. China's manufacturing number slipped to 50.6 read. Expectations were for 51, and you know, like there's not a big difference between that. Then there's not. Anything above 50 is expansion. Anything under is contraction. Japan's average cash earnings slipped six tenths of percent. Expectations were for a slip of about one percent. I'm bringing up some of the most inane and boring statistics that you have to look at if you're going to, you know, be an investor. Merck's down almost 5% today, and that's a company that pays a great dividend. That makes me go, what's going on? They've got a great pipeline of drugs. Gold's down, silver's down. Copper, crude oil's down. Weekly mortgage index rose 1.8%. That is a cash flow concept to me. Fed decision today, 11 p.m., uh, 11 a.m. East, what, Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern. So really, anything that happens in the market could change right there. If the Fed says we're going to buy $85 billion a month in bonds or $60 billions, that's going to be less than expected, or it's going to be a trend of like, hey, we're starting to lighten up on our purchases, that could change the market. That's kind of expected. Earnings tonight, MetLife, Prudential, big insurance companies, Allstate, CBS, big media company, Visa, JDS Uniface, Yelp, Facebook. So you kind of see the world that I work in. It's They all tell us a little bit something different. And they don't exactly speak to you. Today, all day long, we get vehicle sales. Petroleum inventories. You know, are we building inventories? Uh, that's not a good sign, is it? Because we're not consuming them. Consuming, hey, the economy's working. It's just dumb stuff that you have to like pay attention to. And I hope you have other things in your life that are more important. You know, back to Merck real quick. They reported earnings of 85 cents a share, 6 cents better than expected. Revenues fell 9% year over year. And that's the problem. People look at those revenues. But drug companies really aren't, they're not really, what have you done for me lately? It's what are you going to do for me for the next 5 to 10 years? It's all about the next big blockbuster drug. Who's got the next big blockbuster drug? Is it Merck? Is it Eli Lilly? Who is it? Pfizer, who fabricates pharmaceuticals. Merck, to me, isn't really a play on growth right now, even though they've got more drugs in the pipeline in Phase 2 and Phase 3 studies than any other major drug company. So they have that potential for growth. Right now they yield 3.6%, and that, to me, is pretty attractive. There's a phrase out there, like, I want to see, I want, I want you to have 52 teeth. If I'm going to be 52 teeth, wow, excuse me. There's a phrase out there that says, I want you to have 32 teeth. Yes, I date sharks and piranhas. But you know what? Sometimes 31's good enough. And when it's all said and done, you're just going to lay in a coffin and all your teeth are going to fall out anyway. So who really cares? 
I don't know. It's worth talking about. It's worth arguing about if you want to get ahead, save more money than, than others. you got to look at a lot of stuff if you're going to be successful on Wall Street. And sometimes I maybe boil it down too much. Into the crudes. Uh, animation came out. Emma Stone, Nick Cage. It didn't look all that crazy interesting. You know, the previews didn't capture us. But it was a big win for DreamWorks Animation. Why? Because they released it at a time where there's no other animation suspects. There's no other animation movies out there. There's nothing. There's nary a trace. Later this year, we're going to get, I think, two films from Pixar. And yeah, that will probably be the time where there's not a lot of good news going on for DreamWorks. But right now, they own the news. No one can touch them, can't touch this. I know you're saying, little hammer time in your head? Yeah, there's a little hammer time in my head. So, DreamWorks Animation posts profit with assist from the crudes. And that teaches us all about product. I hope it teaches you about product. To get your calls in the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Hockey playoffs got underway. A friend of mine got tickets, and I guess I'm going to go to a game down the road. That's expensive. That's pricey. Can you afford that versus maxing out your 401k? Western Union, they earned 37 cents a share. I'm surprised Western Union's even in business. That seemed like a company that, didn't I know about them in my teen years? And Something about wiring money. But believe it or not, they're still around. Western Union saw transaction volume for its money transfer service increase in markets where it has cut prices. I didn't know that. Like, isn't that kind of interesting to you? Like, there's some companies that I thought would have gone away. Nuance Communications. Carl Icahn is upping his stake in the company. If you know who Siri is, then you know who Nuance is. They're the voice recognition software company. Costco raised its quarterly dividend to 31 cents a share. I have a friend that goes to Costco every week with his kids. You know what his kids love? Free tasters. I, you know those free tasters? Do you know how powerful those are? Over a Super Bowl commercial, if I can get my ice cream in free tasting sections of a grocery store across the United States, much more powerful than a Super Bowl commercial. People stop by and they taste and they're like, ooh, I'm going to go get me some of that. And you're saying, you have ice cream out? It's a, it's a fudgy brownie. It's Rob Black's fudgy brownies. So BMC Software reportedly moving closer to being bought. There was a lot of enterprise software companies in the 1990s that they basically have all been bought. Most of them by Oracle. In this case, it's Bain Capital and Golden Gate Capital. BEA Software, Siebel Systems, all acquired. 
Open Table is in the news because a big investment firm has taken a 5% stake, SAC Capital. It's Comcast, Time Warner, Viacom, all in the news today, reporting earnings. And they're big media companies. And if there's one thing I can tell you is Americans watch TV. I had a friend who was a really good-looking guy in his 20s. And he stayed home every night and watched TV, and he laughed. But those of you who laugh out loud while watching TV by yourself, you worry me a little bit. Okay, you can snicker. I get it. But he would uncontrollably laugh. And this wasn't at a time when, like, two and a half men were out. But let's just say it was probably, like, a two and a half men. And he, you would honestly thought it was the funniest thing ever seen, ever seen on the planet. You would have thought Robin Williams was in his bedroom, entertaining him with a, a routine. I don't get that. But that's why Comcast, Time Warner, and Viacom mean something to me. I don't know if that means anything to you. So the mortgage index up 1.8%. Expectations were for two-tenths of a percent rise. ADP came out this morning, a smaller number of new hires than expected. Now that was bad news. Because, you know, people like me who talk all this BS about, hey, the market's great, it's going to get better the next half of the year because people are hiring. Well, you can call BS on me when you see... ADP employment change only 119,000 versus expectations of 155,000. Now, first Friday of every month, we get employment data. So we're going to wait two more days to see what the government says versus ADP. Tonight, Black Wednesday off the cuff. Going to be at the Menlo Grill Bistro and Bar from 5 to 7. A little bit under the leather, so make sure you bring hand gel. But more importantly, uh, should you buy a home now? Bring your questions. This is located in the Stanford Park Hotel. If you get... On a plane from Seattle, you could still make the event. So come on out, Black Wednesday, Stanford Park Hotel. To get your calls on the air, 800 516 1228 800 516 Drop me an email, rob at It's rob at Don't forget, i got an event coming up, not this Thursday, but the following Thursday in Pleasanton. It's a Thursday evening event. More information at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. One of the big headlines out there: Tamerlan Sarnoff, one of the Boston bombers, died in a shootout. He and his family reportedly pocketed $100,000 more in taxpayer-funded welfare benefits up through 2012. I'm not getting political. I'm not gonna. It's a story that's getting pushed out today. The benefits the family received from the state of Massachusetts apparently range from cash and food stamps to Section 8 housing. 
the breadth of the benefits the family was receiving was stunning. Not sure that I trust the source of information, but there's a lot of content in the story about shoplifting the family was famous for and drug dealing that one of the boys was tied towards. That to me is really not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about welfare and tell you that the one thing I can tell you is that it's a problem in the United States. I've decided that I want to be mayor of a city one day because I could actually change things in my city. I could work for a dollar. I don't need the salary. Any salary they were going to give me, I could give it to charity. It's my own city. I take an enormous amount of social pride. Welfare is a problem that plagues America. Too many people are on it. I think that's fair to say that the system has failed some people. I will say something, and this does not make me a Republican or a Democrat, that I'm really pleased. I was born on a coast. That I wasn't born in Mississippi. That I wasn't born in Louisiana. North Dakota, South Dakota. There's nothing wrong with those states. They're probably very lovely states. But maybe my incentive to leave wouldn't have been there. I've got a friend who doesn't have a college education. Her husband doesn't have a college education. She's got a kid. She lives way out in Mountain House. I'm imagining that there's a very good chance that her kid won't go to college. Now, will the kid move to San Francisco, see a taste of, hey, look at all these college-educated kids, move to Seattle, look at all these college-educated kids with great jobs, maybe I should do that. I hope so. I hope there's some sort of motivation there. Or maybe some sort of grandparent who's got money and says, you know, my granddaughter's going to college. She's going to break the cycle. But getting back to welfare... It's a massive problem because our country is so diverse. To think that we have the answers on a federal level is silly. Someone who's poor in West Virginia is considerably different than someone who's poor in Southern California or Central California. Someone who works in a plant in Oregon packing meat or he comes from a long line of loggers in Washington. We're all very, very different in our poverty. We're all very different in our wealth. You take somebody who's making sixty dollars to $100,000 a year on the peninsula of the Bay Area, and you put that person in Iowa, and they're the king of Iowa. That salary's huge. That salary there gets you, you know, qualified for welfare. So different states, you're going to either be king or you can get welfare benefits. Family of four can't live off 70000 on the peninsula. Well, they should move to like the 20 miles away. Yeah, but then again, we start at that point in time, we start making it a cycle, in my opinion. And again, this is called the Rob has an opinion piece. And it, for better or for worse, it, it should bring up conversation in your own life. I grew up in a family where we were all expected to go to college. My dad went to college. My mother didn't. Um, I couldn't imagine myself not having gone to college because I go back in my head to those times and 
you know, maybe I was entrepreneurial enough that I would have come up with something, but I don't think so. I think I probably would have been close to welfare. College made all the difference to me. It didn't teach me anything that I studied. I'm not using today. But what I did study was I learned how to write a good paper. Maybe I learned how to write a good paper on 18th century literature. Trust me, not a lot of 18th century literature jobs out there today. Maybe one day. Me doth think thou protestest too much. I somehow don't think that's coming back anytime soon. And wasn't that more like 16th century? Yes. So understand that when you see our politicians, and they're failing our country enormously, when you see them, know that they're failing. Know that they can't even fix the problem they want to. Because gun, gun rights, they, they, they deserve all the gun rights they want in Texas. Some states want them, some states don't. Poverty, some states, it's, it's very different. You know, in Philadelphia, where you live in the inner city, and you get more money for having more kids versus someone who grew up in a coal mining part of the Appalachians where no one's ever gone to college. That's a very different type of poor. There's no jobs there. They don't have dot-com businesses starting up. To get your calls in the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. It's oh so familiar. The market is rallying on any pullbacks that it gets. That will change. We will go through periods of months and months and months where it just goes lower. We will go through periods where we have great earnings and great revenue and it goes lower. We'll go through periods where we have great earnings and great revenue and it goes higher. Recently, the, the trend has been buy on the dips, but May introduces the new twist of is it sell in May, like it has been for the last three years? Or is it when the first four months of the year are up, the fifth month is up too. Come meet me tonight at the Menlo Grill Bistro and Bar, 5 to 7, Black Wednesday. More information at kdow.biz. The views and opinions expressed. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 